Jacqueline Liechtenstein, University of Paris Sorbonne Emeritus and former Edmund J. Safra visiting professor at the National Gallery of Art, discusses Edgar Degas, Little Dancer, age 14, 1878 to 1881. Liechtenstein touches on issues such as the hierarchy of painting and sculpture, originals and copies, and the value of seeing works of art in person. The sculpture, Little Dancer, age 14, stands just over three feet tall and rests on a shallow, square wooden base, about two feet square and two inches high. The female figure's body is sculpted with shiny bronze-colored beeswax and clay over a metal armature. The figure is dressed like a doll in a costume of the period. The dress has a pale butter-yellow cotton bodice with short cap sleeves a low back and six buttons up the front. The cotton and silk tutu is made up of several layers of graying muslin that falls to mid-thigh. Her head is covered with a wig of human hair, which is braided and tied with a real ivory-colored silk ribbon. Linen slippers cover her feet. Degas coated the wig's human hair and the slippers with the same bronze-colored wax he used to model the body. The bodice is covered with a cream-colored wax and the weave of the corded fabric peeks through in some areas. The young ballerina stands with her feet squared off in the fourth position, with her left leg bearing most of her weight and her right leg extended before her. Her legs are straight and tense, knees locked, and her slippered feet rest flat on the floor, toes turned out so that the feet are almost parallel with each other. Her hands are clasped behind her back, arms extended downward, rigid and straight. Her shoulders are rolled back and down while her neck is elongated and chin lifted upward. The dancer's heavy-lidded eyes are nearly closed and her small mouth is pursed. Her back arches slightly so that her hips jut forward in front of her interlaced fingers. The sculpture rests inside a rectangular glass vitrine placed on a pedestal about two and a half feet high. The sculpture stands at the center of a long hall-like gallery. Additional sculptures by Degas and other artists resting on pedestals and in recessed display cases line the walls and range along the center of the hall. A row of windows, each one larger than an average door opening, line one wall of the gallery to let in natural light. I think he chose the ballerina because he was interested in movement. So he was really obsessed, uh, uh, artistically obsessed. I just started to be really interested in this question of touch, body, movement, and sculpture. With the question of movement, so he chose the ballerina, 
And what is really interesting in the case of Degas that he never represented the ballerina with this kind of cliché, the beautiful uh, ballerina who was uh, loved by all these old men. She's tired, she, she's taken her bag, or she's lacing her shoes, or putting her hand like that. And so it's really the movement and how the movement is just turning her body. The ballerina, she's a worker. She's not, uh, she's someone, she works. And so she's tired, she suffers, she has pain. And so, so I think this is very interesting. When I was here three years ago, I was very moved to see the, the original because it's a little myth, uh, because you can see all over the world uh, when you have chance to visit the world, a lot of little dancers and uh, copies, cast later, and here is the original one. So first, I mean, I was really very, very moved to see it, and also I was very interested to think about the difference between original and copy, and what means an original in sculpture, and I think this is the best example. I started to work on this piece, for two reasons. Why? First is that I was interested in the difference between painting and sculpture and how to explain this kind of hierarchy of art where uh, sculpture was always minor compared to painting. The second reason is that Degas started, so now coming back specifically, coming specifically to this sculpture, that when I discovered that Degas started first, he never showed his sculpture, but only this one. So this is the only one he accepted to show. And the last reason why I was interested in this uh, sculpture is that uh, this past year uh, I'm working on the question of fake copies. So what is an original? And one of my questions, and I think this is a more philosophical question than an art historical question, is that what is the visual experience I have when I look at this sculpture and I know that this is the original? And also here it's fantastic to see, all because in here are exhibited, is exhibited the original works and another, two other uh, sculptures, so it's really important. And also because I think the experience you have in front of the sculpture is very different from the experience you have in front of an image of the sculpture. Because in front of the sculpture, the experience is a relationship between your body, so with the sense, with sensual emotion and everything, and the sculpture itself. It's not, it's not just a gaze, which is something called, I mean, in the gaze, there is a, when you are in front of the sculpture, there is all your body which is uh, like involved in the gaze. So I think it's really very, very important. And, it's, and also, he, only here you can see when you are in front, you can see what, does it, what is the difference between wax and cast, so things like that, because there is something in the material that you cannot see in an image. And I used to say to my student that, uh, because now the student, they think that they can work on, only on images on screen. And I say, no, no, you have just to walk and to go to see the, the works. I would say that it's even more important today to support the real experience. This is the, an experience of reality, and it's not image, it's, it's real.